Hello, folks, and welcome back to Jughead's Lament, the podcast where we talk about Riverdale. I'm your host, Isabella Ramona. With me, as always... Brian, that's me. And our special one-of-a-kind guest this week, Annalisa Adventure Annalisa. Annalisa, why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, hi, my name is Annalisa. I make jokes on the internet, and I know absolutely nothing about Riverdale. <laughs> <laughs> That's our ideal guest, so you are absolutely at home for our episode two of season two, Nighthawks. I'm just happy to be here. Okay, so we like to ask our guests at the beginning, what is your uh, knowledge of either Archie Comics or Riverdale before you watch this episode? Okay, so when you told me that I was going to like, ask me to be on the podcast, I told my mom because she's really into Archie Comics. I, oh. And she explained it to me, and it went th- in one ear and out the other. I like <laughs> couldn't. I was like, "So is it like Charlie Brown?" And she's like, "No, it's nothing like Charlie Brown." Um, but I knew that the guy from Zach and Cody was in it. And <laughs> That's our boy. Yes, and um, oh, I knew that they did like a Heather's episode, and a lot of people have strong opinions on it. That's <laughs> literally all I knew about the um, Riverdale. <laughs> So I didn't know they did a Heather's episode yet, which it's not, I don't mind, no spoilers, oh, but, um... Spoiler! Oh, God! No, you're fine, you're fine. I have I didn't no know idea what that even means. But the other, well, so the other week, we were talking about how, uh, Veronica could have played, we were like, huh, she could have played the main character in Heather's. What's her name again? Oh, yeah, it's Veronica! <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah. Sorry. Absolutely. She's gonna it's a crossover. So it's good to know we actually get that at some point. <laughs> Our Heather's Sorry. podcast is is looking up. <laughs> Alright. Well, without further ado, uh on this week of Riverdale, Hiram is evil, the serpents gain a toehold, and we jingle our jangles. <laughs> it's beautiful. Every episode starts off with a jughead monologue. Uh, we have one particular guest who's really good at the Jughead voice, but I'll do my best. So, behold, Pop's Chocolate Shop. For decades, the heart of Riverdale. <laughs> now the latest casualty in the town's ongoing battle against darkness. And, like, we get to a shot, it's Pop's Diner, and it looks abandoned, which is hilarious because it's the only place in town. We have never seen any character eat anywhere besides Pop's. They don't even have like an in and out or a Starbucks no, or anything. This is it. It's this is nuts. all they have. <laughs> Every oh, time. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> if you need to find a character, they go to Pops. If, if oh, you need to have God. a secret meeting, a secret evil discussion, which has happened several times, <laughs> you go to Pops. Pops is the place. If you want to be alone, you go to Pops. <laughs> But everyone's there, so you're going to have trouble doing that. But that's yeah, what they do if they want to be alone. Where could this character be? I've been missing for days. He's at Pops. Yes. <laughs> He's okay. either dead or at Pops. Yes. Or dead at Pops. <laughs> oh, my God. That's like the one thing that has happened now, but not quite. Almost. Somebody got shot at Pops. It's yeah. Great. Oh, I don't think you realize how 
confusing this was because most shows do that like previously on Glee or like something like that. <laughs> and usually when you're watching the whole show in its entirety, those mean nothing. But me jumping into this one episode with no context, the previously on segment was so aggressive. And I was like, whoa, wait, someone got shot? What? Even for yeah. like me and Bella, it was really ag- like there was a lot <laughs> previously on this time. Crazy. It, was, yeah. it was insane. So Pops uh, is abandoned suddenly, though. Um, and Brian, do you remember what is the graffiti outside of Pops? Isn't it like, I forget, actually. Is it like Kill Pops or Abandoned it's just, Pops? like you'll die here or something like it's that? It's like, Death Diner. Death Diner! <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Who would do this? That could be my drag name, Death Diner. <laughs> That's a really good it would, they so should have named this episode Death Diner. That would have been they awesome. Should've. They should have. They should have. That'd be said. Nighthawks for no there reason. Was, they're a bird. I didn't see a bird. <laughs> I didn't see a single bird. The, okay, but, but Jughead walks in and pops. I, this was my first huge laugh of the episode, like within 30 seconds, because Pop <laughs> leans over the counter and he goes, Did you see? Did you see what they wrote on my chocolate shop? It's so bad. It's so good. It's so bad. I, <laughs> like, I wish he had looked him straight in the eyes and said, No, I did not see it at all. There was no indicator at all. Not like it was spray painted in front of right next to the door. Like it's so obvious. And, and there's like several times that characters, including Jughead actually, tag things in the show and nobody knows how to actually tag anything so they just write it. They just use like single lines. There's no like bubble letters. There's no Punctuation, like... Punctuation. Comic no. stands. <laughs> it's literally exactly. It's, it's as if this was an actual Archie comic. <laughs> Times New Roman graffiti. <laughs> so, so after that little scene, we go to Archie making breakfast for Fred. And there are so... Fred is his dad. We like to refer to the parents as their first names out of respect. Um, okay, cool. <laughs> so Archie's dad who got shot, Fred, uh, he, he he's making breakfast for him. And there are so many pots and pans out. There is fire because Archie doesn't even know how to make toast. How is the- there food on the ground? <laughs> <laughs> so the ginger with the big eyebrows, his name's Archie. Yes. That is Archie Andrews. Yes, that is okay, the guy cool. from Archie. All Collins. I know is that Zach and Cody is Jughead. That's literally all I know. So <laughs> yes. I'm, even though they said it in the episode, no, I missed it. <laughs> so Betty is the one with the blonde hair. Veronica is the one with the black hair. Got it. Yes. It. Wait, who's the gin? Who's the who's the red lipstick girl? Who That's only Cheryl. wears red lipstick? Cheryl. Okay. <laughs> Cheryl Blossom, which is supposed to be like nope. Cherry Blossom. Okay. <laughs> yeah so so fred comes in the room and he's like dad i was making breakfast for you and he's like yeah okay son i was totally gonna eat that but uh archie is chugging an energy drink at like 6 a.m um and you don't you don't know this uh annalisa but archie has been staying up for weeks defending the door with a baseball bat weeks oh so that okay because i was gonna say i saw him defending it in this episode but i it seemed like a new hobby because he's been doing this for a while. <laughs> for like a couple weeks now, ever since his dad got shot. Oh, great. Okay. Oh, wait. But, so the the, sh- the shooting didn't happen the episode prior? It's been it, like a minute? It did happen. the ep- No, it technically happened two episodes prior. It was the season finale of, of season one. 
But Got it. like it's basically we only ever saw like two other days, uh, and it is implied that it's been weeks by the the ending narr- uh, narration. Oh, of this episode. okay. Well, yeah, that makes sense because the dad was like walking, and he's like, "I'm going to make my own breakfast." Like he wasn't like, <laughs> "I've been shot yesterday." Yeah. Okay, it's all wonky. <laughs> yeah, the time we we've made this point before. They shoot TV shows out of order, as I'm sure you know, like in movies and stuff. Um, I don't think they ever reorder the scenes correctly in <laughs> no, this show. They definitely don't. Remember when Cheryl was drowning in a ri- uh, in the river? Under and it was ice. All icy? Now, where's all the ice? <laughs> it's Global so warming strikes again. <laughs> Whoa, climate change. This show is, is very environmentally That's friendly. the real Nighthawk. <laughs> <There. laughs> climate change. The weather was... <laughs> So, uh, so he, Archie leaves when he gets a call from the sheriff's office, and he assumes it's oh. uh, sh- yeah, okay, <laughs> that, oh yes. That, I thought I wrote this down. The asinineness of having an Apple iPhone contact that just says sheriff's office. Like, <laughs> I just thought that that was so funny. All like, oh yes, it is the sheriff's office that calls me enough that I need to put it in my Apple contacts. And oh. It set me into orbit. I don't know why I thought that was so cool. I didn't realize that, but that's super good. <laughs> no, you're right. You're totally right. Archie so has good. called them so many times that he no longer, not that he just doesn't know their number by heart or can't go in his recent call log. He decided, I'm going to make a contact. I wish that there was like a cute little profile pic or something that was. Yeah. Like- Oh, that'd been awesome! Like sheriff's office heart emoji. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's like a it's like a pig in a guillotine. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so uh, we're not. The- <laughs> this isn't the right podcast for this. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> we'll our presidential do- debate podcast is later. In our lives. Oh <laughs> my god! You're right. One nation <laughs> under frauds coming soon, folks. Um, <laughs> That's a good name. It's uh so so it's not it's actually not Sheriff Keller it's the deputy uh, and Archie's upset about the sheriff not doing anything and and this is another thing that you learn as you watch the show in order and not just one episode Sheriff Keller's never done anything I don't know what Archie nah, expects him to do this I is didn't the, get that at all I, this is from the this worst he is he is the most do nothing sheriff of all time. Yeah, I, I, he didn't do anything except tell Archie that he didn't do anything. <laughs> That's all he did. We started liking Sheriff Keller because he was like, all right, he's done nothing wrong. But then he just doesn't do anything as the story goes on. It's pretty awful. He's a really bad sheriff. Uh, and we, we cut from Archie's house to Veronica's house. Uh, and it's breakfast there. And she says, she doesn't say ta-ta for now, Smithers. She says TTFN, which is the same amount of syllables. Mm-hmm. Oh, Smithers is my favorite character, by the way. I want to go on record. Okay. <laughs> He's my favorite character. Um, no, I just literally no reason. He's just <laughs> the best. And I, he said one word, I think, in this entire episode. I realized that Smithers is just as good as Fred in this episode. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah, but at least, like, at least Smithers is like an adorable, like, little bellhop, like, old man. <laughs> like, yeah. he doesn't have any, like, super like important responsibilities like i don't know being the deputy of the only sheriff department in town (laughs) that's true this is true uh and and we've actually learned that smithers 
uh, from The Simpsons is named after this Smithers from Shut the up. comics. Shut up. Yes, it is. canonically, that makes sense. That uh... tracks. Because <laughs> at first we were like, you can't name your butler Smithers. That's a Simpsons joke. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> um, but, uh, but Smithers is like, hey, you might want to take the side exit as you leave. Um, and she says, why? And then her dad comes up with Daddy a tattoo. Daddy issues has entered the building. Yeah. <laughs> exactly who her dad who looks so young and uh, just so weird i don't i don't like the casting here um uh, but her dad's like yeah why uh why would she want to take the side exit huh how did he hear him how did they hear, he was did he so hear quiet he was so quiet and he was behind the door brian <laughs> you ears of a hawk a night hawk. <laughs> Brian, you know, you know the actually. Oh, Nighthawk is Archie. So, so here's the thing. Um, this show, we have a theory presented by one of our other guests, George, um, that this is a show about superheroes, and we just don't know it yet. <laughs> it's really, They're all I just keep keeping it on up. the DL. <laughs> yeah, they don't. They haven't discovered their powers yet, but oh, so, Sky they, High. Yeah, Sky oh, High. Sky High. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sky High. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, Hiram is very upset that she's been avoiding him. And Veronica quotes a New Yorker cartoon, which I don't think any normal per any person has ever done in their life. Yeah. Uh, but she says, how about never? Is never good for you? So she's a little sassy okay. this morning. She's got uh, great eyebrows and a great relationship with her father. <laughs> <laughs> Ver Veronica consistently has the best makeup on the show, but she they never give her no makeup makeup. Like, yeah. like oh. she consistently. Yes. And one thing that I wrote is, okay, coming from a Mexican family um, who lives in the United States, and some of my family members live in Mexico, but my mm -hmm. main family unit is in California. Um, I love the trope of, like, in case you didn't know this family was Mexican, he calls her mija at any <laughs> given point and uh, makes it I, very obvious. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's real good. It's, it's like, real good. It's just because I know the casting director was like, you get it? Because it get it? Because <laughs> you get because they're because they're because they're Mexican or Hispanic. In case you weren't aware. That's, you're so right. You're so right. And I'm glad you're pointing this out because yeah. I'm white and Brian's not Mexican. So. <laughs> I'll just get mad at the one Asian character getting written off the show. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> Not written off, replaced, replaced, replaced by a replaced. separate agent. <laughs> Worse. <laughs> but like, I would love to see the script because I, the way that it was read on the show, I could imagine that Mika was in bold and italics. Yeah, like just like really, <laughs> like the stage directions were like with passion, with vigor. Mika, Mika. <laughs> so, uh, so now we're, I believe, at school, and Jughead is filling in the gang on Pop's situation. And the gang is Betty, Veronica, Archie, and Jughead himself. Uh, and everybody quit who worked at Pop's. And and my real question is why? Because in the last episode, no, yeah, somebody got shot there. But doesn't Pop say, Brian, that this is not the first time he's been robbed at gunpoint? Yeah, th there's been multiple thieves over the years, and there's been like riots. <laughs> Why is this the thing, the straw that broke the pop's back? I guess someone died. This is the first time someone's died. But nobody yeah. died. Fred's alive. Well, he just yeah, got like a alive. pool of blood and a little stressed out. Yeah, <laughs> he, had, he, had a, he had a bad day. He was slightly inconvenienced <laughs> by a bullet. <laughs> uh, but Archie doesn't want to go back to pops either because he saw his dad get shot there. And this is the one 
thing that I understand. I'm like, yeah, okay, maybe Archie doesn't want to go back to yeah, Pop. But everyone else who goes there every day. Suck it up and order a milkshake. I don't <laughs> care. You need to support that sweet old man that owns the diner, okay? Oh, yeah, gosh. One of our five black characters. Come on. So, <laughs> Betty wants to try and say it. Better at that. Yes. CW is having issues. So Betty wants to try and save the pop, you know, Pop's Diner. Uh, and Jughead mentions that it's another B&V team up. And I actually wrote the words B&V team up before he said that. So oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's becoming a trope. <laughs> it really is. Um, but Jughead leaves with Archie because they have to go meet his uh, Jughead's dad's lawyer, who apparently is really bad. Oh, yeah, that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think's going on there? Well, I wrote, um, why do people go to sheriff's office like it's a hobby? <laughs> yeah, that's all that I wrote. Um, like it was so nonchalant. And Jughead was like, hey, I got to go uh, to the sheriff's office because my dad, I guess, drowned a child in a river. I don't know what that plot <laughs> was about. It was really fun to watch out of context. And then Archie's like, huh, funny story. I also have to go to the sheriff's department. Let's go, like a little field trip on the magic school bus. Sheriff's <laughs> <laughs> office. Okay. Okay. So to clear things up, Jughead's dad, whose name is FP. No, we don't know what that stands for. Um, Fairy the platypus. Fairy the platypus. Oh, that's a good one. That's a really good interpretation. My theory is that his name is also Fred, but it'd be embarrassing if they were both Fred. Yeah. Um, But he is part. He's like the leader of a gang uh, called the Southside Serpents, who we see some of later. Um, oh, those guys. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so FP is like the leader of their gang. I, we think the leader, at least. It's unclear. Um, <laughs> yeah, but some. So this guy, Jason Blossom, Cheryl Blossom's brother, was murdered, and nobody knew who it was. FP came forward and said that it was him who did it. Uh, he had a whole thing about how he killed the kid, threw him in the river, blah blah blah. And it turns out that Jason's dad, Jason's dad, killed Jason. Well, how old was this kid? Like, uh, actually, that's 16, unclear as well. <laughs> 16, 17, maybe? Apparently, Cheryl and him are twins. <laughs> yes, but oh, they're okay. in different grades. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> unclear. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was going to say, the way they made it sound was it was like a three-year-old that they, like, yeeted <laughs> into a river. I was like, what? Oh, that's like, good. Because just everyone was so nonchalant about everything that's happened. And I was like, I beg your pardon? You say your dad threw a kid into a river what we just gonna so, skip over that okay yeah but he didn't commit the murder he just cleaned up after it because otherwise clifford blossom jason blossom's dad uh yes. was going to murder jughead so <laughs> oh my god well isn't this a sticky situation <laughs> <laughs> you are definitely right uh <laughs> so, so now we're at the station, and Archie is holding a fly. I, I wrote this in my second watch today. Oh my god, I wrote today. this down too. <laughs> okay, can you tell us about the flyer, Annalisa? <laughs> the flyer! I had a pause, and I almost peed my pants because I was laughing so hard. It was a flyer that said, have you seen this man? But there was no face, and it was completely it was a drawing of a guy in a ski mask. Like, it was just his eyes, which I thought was absurd, because it's like he goes to, like, Vaughn's supermarket in the ski mask. And he's the only person on the planet that owns a ski mask and has eyes. It was bonkers. 
it's not even like like we know that his eyes are green from the last episode. It's not yeah. even a color picture. It's black and white sketch. <laughs> are she's not the sharpest tool in the shed, you know? Yeah, that's what I figured. Like I was like, oh well. Archie gets an A for effort and a C minus in illustration. You know, super good. It was awesome. Yeah, he says uh, he, he sees Keller and he's like, uh, Keller asks him, "Oh, how's your dad?" And he says, "He'd be doing a lot better if you know you caught the guy who shot him." And Keller's like, "We'll get him next time, kid." Uh, <laughs> and Archie's like, "I'm handing out flyers. Don't you see my ski mask, man? <laughs> Please like- help me." Have you guys seen that thing that's like the picture of like the weird guy, the guy with the weird face, and it's like, have you seen this face? And it's like everybody dreams the face or something like that. Oh, yeah, it's like yeah. dream man, generic dream man. Yeah, that's like what Archie's flyer is like. There's no, there's also no number on the flyer and to call. I just think it's so funny. Be like, have you seen this man? It's just it. the majority is just colored in because it's a ski mask. I just thought that was so stupid. <laughs> he did it with crayons. Uh, he did it. Yeah, he did. Like, have you seen this man? He slightly inconvenienced my father. With a bullet. With a bullet. <laughs> so, so Archie wants to go on a patrol. Keller's basically like no dice kid. And then Keller gets a call saying that there's a Code 53 in Greendale. Uh, I did Google what a Code 53 is. Code oh, 53 okay. means person down. This is the day after... Archie's ex-lover slash music teacher, Mrs. Grundy. Okay, so they were ex-lover. Okay, I was yeah. like... Oh, yeah. I was like, Archie doesn't seem that passionate about music, but he could potentially be passionate about other subjects. <laughs> that, You're, that, right. That. You're right. This is... We're right. We have not seen Archie do music this season yet, and that was supposed to be his big thing. <laughs> he was so into music. Oh, he was so into it. <laughs> he was just into Miss Grundy. <laughs> Oh my but God. um yeah so this is the day after uh and they're somehow putting out a code 53 uh in the next day um and this is just kind of like foreshadowing i assume it's only for the cops to to enjoy because they don't elaborate on what a code 53 means i had to google it <laughs> um but now we cut to fp and he is talking with his lawyer and they're talking about the plea deal and the charges are arson destruction of evidence making a false confession obstructing justice, and, quote, dumping a dead kid in the river. Yeah, yeeting a child into a river. What's so wrong about that? <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> well, he's a rich kid. Who cares? Oh, my God. Well, uh, oh, yeah, actually, never mind. I retract all statements. <laughs> oh, I have one question. Yeah, um, yeah. What time period does this show take place in? Because for the first, I'm going to say five minutes of the show, I was like, oh, we're in the 50s because everyone's just like, we're in the 50s and there's an old diner and stuff like that. But then we got iPhones. We have Code 53s, like, you know, only things that happen in modern day. So I don't know. It's modern day, but like, it's definitely like, I think that they wanted the show to be set in the 50s at one point, and then during pre-production, they had to change it for some reason. Got but, it. Okay. Because there are definitely, you're right, lingering parts of, like, why is this here? Yeah. And, like, the dresses sure and makeup, just... too, are also, like, 50s-based, but not really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Exactly. It could be a cute aesthetic, but they just don't do it like that. 
Yeah, they like half committed. So you're like, yeah. am I crazy or are you wearing a poodle skirt right now? Basically, so 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 Jughead or Cody uh, looks at the camera as menacingly as he can, and he like tries to muster like a mm. face. Hey. Hey. Yes. <laughs> I yes. love Cody. I love Zach and Cody, but his acting in this fucking episode <laughs> so is bad. so it was bad. As if he was trapping a fart in <laughs> and refraining from keeping it out. The angry face he had. He <laughs> like, I can't fart right now. I'm in front of like my friend and I'm holding I- it in. <laughs> I love him too. I love him in some episodes, but this episode was just, I don't know what happened. He was having a bad day. Yeah. This episode reminded me why Zach was my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) But he looks at he looks at the camera and he says, How many damn years? Oh, God. And the camera cuts before we get an answer. Like, we find out later that it's, like, 20 years and maybe 40 if he doesn't make the deal. But we, we just cut. We don't get any answers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. <laughs> and then it's Archie sitting vanguard with his baseball bat, which is his new favorite hobby. Um, <laughs> and he hears creaking from behind him. And he, like, runs up with the baseball bat and almost, like, domes Jughead. <laughs> The lights are on, so you can clearly see it's Jughead. <laughs> Not only that, why was the door unlocked? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I also thought that. I was like, either Jughead has a key, or you guys need better security. You're sitting up all night with a baseball bat, and you're watching a single door? <laughs> the doors are open. There's it's no so doors. Bad. It's just frames. And he's I... just sitting there. <laughs> I hate Archie so much sometimes. <laughs> he's such an idiot. He's amazing. He um, means well. <laughs> he really does. Um, but Jughead is, is super concerned with his dad's situation. He's you know he's facing twenty years. Archie says that sucks. Um, <laughs> then uh, Jug- <laughs> Archie goes, you know, I'm pretty scared too. And Jughead <laughs> says, why? <laughs> I don't know. Considering that I just clocked you almost with a baseball bat. <laughs> I think you could figure it out, Jughead. Yeah, maybe. Put two and two together. It's not rocket science. <laughs> and uh, it seems that Fred's visions of potential futures uh, has passed on to Archie because Archie sees a vision of the shooter outside. And then Wait. we get. Yeah. So, what is this? That's so Raven? Who, is, oh. who, has, who has future visions? Who? Archie's dad, Fred. Fred. He, was, it- he was having these psychedelic visions. <laughs> Were they jingle jangle induced or were they natural? They were uh, uh, I'm almost dead visions. Yeah. Oh, okay, got it. Okay. I was like, yeah. this is a genetic trait that I should keep in mind. I was like, <laughs> I don't know. What well, apparently okay. it is now because Archie's not almost dead. So I think it's uh, they were they're telling us about their superpowers. They've been there awakened. Oh yeah. The superheroes. I'm the telling X-Gene. you, once, once you hear that and then you watch an episode, you suddenly go, oh. Dark <laughs> Betty, I'll never forget you. <laughs> yeah, we don't even need to get into Dark Betty right now. Oh, gosh. That's uh, on Discord, my icon is still Dark Betty. That's when she's, um, she tries to drown a man in a hot tub. That is Betty. I didn't even realize that that was Betty. <laughs> That's yeah, Dark she, Betty, the best character in the show. She tries to boil a man alive in a hot tub and then drown him in it. Um, oh, she doesn't no. actually do it. Tuesday afternoon, you know. Yeah. Um, so now we get the title card. This and this is actually one of the earliest title cards I've seen. Normally, it's like ten minutes in. This one was like six and a half. Me? Yes. 
How? That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> this was just, early. Yeah. Oh, this was really early. Like, like right now, as like a bit, I could put in our theme song uh, as like a <laughs> <laughs> like like a joke. <laughs> Because <laughs> honestly, I was watching this episode and I was like, oh yeah, I forgot what the name of the show was. Thanks for reminding me so late in the game. But it, that was early. That Dang. was really early, yeah. Yeah, that was oh super early. So, so now it's Betty on the phone with Jughead uh, and she's like, I couldn't sleep last night. And she looks over and this is where you learn that, uh, we, we already know this, but you probably learned that Betty and Archie live right next to each other and she spies on him all the time in her yep. in, in his room. Yeah, you belong with me, Taylor Swift. <laughs> the whole... Exactly. And that's yes. all I could think of when I saw that. I was like, do you guys talk to each other via poster? That's yes. It? See, I'm not the only one, Bella. <laughs> oh yeah, Brian thinks it's the same set, and it might be it's the same set. <gasps> it has know. to be. <laughs> oh, you have to look up. Is the CW film on the Warner Brothers lot? I feel like oh, you would. That's either do. Universal or Warner Brothers. <laughs> it's probably Warner Brothers lot because it's cheaper. Um, so. <laughs> True. Do you, think, do you think this show is quality? You think but, uh, this show could afford Universal prices? I don't think so. So, so Archie, Archie's not in his room. Um, and, and Betty's like, oh, you know, I uh, I want Jughead to meet me at the mayor's office, but I have to call Veronica. Veronica gets a call from her, blah, blah, blah. Now she's at Archie's door. And boy, howdy, do we get our obligatory token Archie shirtless oh, scene. Oh, my God. Oh, I can't believe it. They just shove okay. it in any way they want. Oh, so this is a daily occurrence? This, yeah. this, is, this is almost every episode. <laughs> Yeah, it's my favorite trope of when the hunky guy opens the door with no shirt and, like, he does this little, like, move of the shoulder. I'm stretching because I just got up, but I also know how sexy I am. And I'm like, okay, sir. (laughs) That's just Archie's character. (laughs) No, but it happens so much in pop culture. There's, like, a little shift of the shoulders and they go back a little bit and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. open the door. What's (laughs) up? It's and like the- this, like, a running joke of the show is that these are like full-grown adults uh, recording all these things. Obviously, oh, but yeah, the how way old are they supposed to be? they're supposed to be like like fifteen or sixteen. They're yeah, in their fresh year. <laughs> Those are sixteen-year-olds. Yeah. Oh, and what's no. even better? What's even better is that the way they try to get away with it is they just wax all the guys' chests, so there's no. <laughs> <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. This is fine. It's fine. <laughs> They're young. It's fine. Um, so shirtless Archie answers, and she's like, "So why aren't you sleeping in your room at night? Where are you going?" And they're <laughs> they're. I don't even know if you get this in this episode, but they're dating. So like, <laughs> yeah, I I. It's funny that you say that because right under the note I put hunky guy opens door, and then I put how old are they supposed to be? W two T F, and then under it I put is everybody dating? They all have dating eyes. Like it, it was like every scene between two people. I don't care if it was Cheryl and Betty. I don't care if it was Jughead and Veronica. Everyone looked at each other like they were all in a polyamorous relationship at all times. That's New how theory. the series is gonna end. New theory. <laughs> I mean, that is a great way to end the series. Everyone's in a relationship it's with just each a, other. It's just a polycule of Riverdale. <laughs> yeah. Because every I two or three episodes, they all shift relationships yeah so. i didn't understand who the actual couples were until they sat in the diner and like sat next to their corresponding person i was <laughs> like only, wait what the only ship we support on this podcast is bughead 
<laughs> I don't even know if I support that anymore. Jughead's being a little weirdo nowadays. <laughs> it is. It is Betty and Jughead. Yes. How um, many years is it? How <laughs> so many? So they go for a walk, and this is their new thing. This is the second episode in a row where Archie and Veronica, like they, they're not good at stage business. So they decided to tell them to go for a walk instead. Um, so oh they're on a gosh. walk. <laughs> and he tells her that he's standing sentry at the door. She's like, hey, you should, like, I don't know, maybe not a therapist, because, like, you don't need, like, real help. <laughs> but maybe, <laughs> maybe a school counselor. <laughs> yeah, maybe don't get, like, a therapist, because, like, you're fine. But, like, maybe, like, a school therapist. Like, the same <laughs> thing, but cheaper. Cheaper like, and worse, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Betty and Jughead meet with the mayor, and the mayor is also Josie of Josie the Pussycat's mom. It barely comes up in this episode, but I wanted to make that clear. This is our second black character. Um, there are none. There are almost none. That's the only reason we pointed out. And they're all villains. They're all, they're all villains, villains. Yeah, it's really bad. Wait, I don't know. wait, is the owner of the diner a villain? Uh, he's, he's, the, only, he's the one good guy. <laughs> and even so, he's like now he's like he he sold it and like is lying about having sold oh, it. Oh yeah. So he is painted as oh, a villain. He was just gullible. Like he was like, "Yeah, these people gave me money," and like he oh, didn't right. realize it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, he's. I mean, he's the he is the least villain of them. But there's a guy Chuck who is explicitly a villain. There's Josie who is a villain. The there's principal. Archie's ex. Yeah, there's the principal who's a villain. There's Archie's ex girlfriend who is Come a villain. Come on, CW, get your well, she's act the best, together. Too. I don't even know why she got villainized. I don't understand why you're so upset, Miha. Oh, <laughs> oh my god, listen, Miha, Miha, listen. In case you want to wear Miha, I hate Josie's are... mom. Oh, I wrote a whole soliloquy about Josie's mom. <laughs> okay, all oh, right. No, no, no. Oh wait, no, not. Well, no, sorry, not Josie's mom. Veronica's mom. Oh, Veronica's mom. Oh, yeah. Okay, we'll Wait, we time. have a... Sorry, once again, we don't know anyone's name. <laughs> no, you're fine. who the worst mom is, so... Yeah, so you could be our great... No, Miha's mom. <laughs> oh. <laughs> She's really yeah. bad, too. What's mom in Spanish? Madre? Yes. Okay, so her madre. Got it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so we learn here. Okay, um, how, how is it that this, I guess they're 15, 16, this 16-year-old can just casually threaten the mayor, <laughs> the lead political position of this town, and just, it's so nonchalant. How many times has this happened, Briar? Mm. At least twice. Yeah, oh at least twice. God. They're not on good Dude. terms. Your yeah. dad chucked a kid into a river for everyone's uh, like knowledge. They all think that, and then you threaten the mayor. Also, is Jughead his legal name? <laughs> is it German? Because <laughs> like the mayor was like, "Hey, Jughead." I was like, "Wait, is this a nickname?" So like, what? So so the best piece of, of knowledge that I can give you on that is that his sister's name is Jellybean. So. <laughs> Biological, I don't. like on the birth certificate, it's jelly bean. That, that's all no. we know. That's the all we know. That's all we know. This is like know. when Gwyneth Paltrow named her kid like Apple or something like yeah. that. Like I'm getting that energy from this. For, for what I, I do know that in the comics, his name is Forsyth. Um, what? Pardon? Huh? <laughs> what? Did you just swear at me? What was that? F O R S Y. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's Fortnite dance. Uh, Fortnite dance. Who's, 
Who's Fortnite? Which character is named Fortnite? Jughead. Jughead. <laughs> also, Jughead is a CW original classic that's not... Well, okay, okay. in the comics, his name is Jughead, but his real name in the comics is Forsyth. I would, go by, Jughead. Jughead. I would yeah. go by Jughead. Yeah, I prefer Jughead. Yeah. Right? No, now you get it. But in, in the CW show, we have never heard anybody call him anything but Jughead. So... Hmm. They're probably going to be like, my actual name is Kevin. Like something completely different. <laughs> there is a Kevin. Oh, there is a Kevin. Kevin too. Okay. I there didn't want to be Kevin. Kevin so. <laughs> okay, Jughead. so but Betty and Jughead want to, uh, they want to make Pops building like a landmark or have a Pops day or something. And the mayor's response is that what if she endorses Pops and the next week someone is shot there? And like, I'm so mad. <laughs> that's not. That's a bad response. That Yeah. And but also, no one's gonna be like, "Well, the mayor must have killed him." Who's <laughs> gonna do that? Yeah, no one would blame you, her at all. If you endorse the only restaurant in town, and then someone happens to get shot there, that does not mean you endorse <laughs> the murder that took place in the establishment, unless the mayor decides, you know what? Bam! But then, other than that, that's the only way. She endorses the Death Diner, so. <laughs> I'm so mad at her. That is the new title. <laughs> Josie's yeah. mom was all about like representing uh, colored people. And then she's the one colored establishment that is making a business for themselves. She's just like, well, fudge them. Yeah, you're right. You're definitely right. And Jughead, Jughead's like, uh, are you in the business of shipping my dad off to state prison? Why don't you just help me get a new lawyer? And she basically tells him to screw off. Uh, and then his exact quote, I wrote this down, is, Mayor McCoy, you remember this moment because this is the moment you turned your back on both Pop Tate and my father. Fart face. This is your fart face. Maximum <laughs> fart face. <laughs> Flinching all of the muscles in your face. He must have had a bad I don't know. He's usually better. <laughs> I'll take so, your word for it. This new season, he's not been doing so hot. I'll be honest. Yeah. Um, so now uh, a new girl who we've never seen before, and I like her a lot. I think she looks super fun. Her name is Midge Clump. Uh -huh. uh, she walks up to <laughs> Midge <laughs> That's her name. <laughs> yeah, Mitch Clump. Um, Harry Potter. What the? <laughs> well, well, Reggie. She walks up to Reggie. Who? This is the new Reggie. This fake is the Reggie. Reggie fake Reggie. This Reggie has been replaced uh, with a new actor. Um, he says, "Mitch Clump, the Clumpster." Um, it's sick, though. I do like this Reggie. <laughs> and her reply Reggie, to Reggie's the drug dealer kid, right? Yes, yeah. yes. Because okay. her reply to the Clumpster is. Reggie, what do you know about Jingle Jangle? <laughs> I screamed at this moment. <laughs> to, be, to be quite honest, um, because of the phrase Midge Clumpster and Jingle Jangle being in the same sentence, I thought that I was just like having a stroke and like I didn't like retain anything within this scene. So I didn't even pick up that that was her name. And I... And I still think Jingle Jangle is like a pixie stick. Like, it I guess looks, it's drugs. It is. It, it has like to be. Stick. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, like, uh, oh, it's so confusing. <laughs> so he says he can score some for her and Moose. Um, and Moose is our bisexual representation on the show. Um, and uh, he he fr he confronts Archie, uh, you know, Reggie does, in front of the counselor. And Ar Archie's like, oh, I'm not seeing a counselor. What are you talking about? And um, he says, 
He says, well, maybe you should see the counselor. You look like my nuts after football practice. God, Reggie. <laughs> Reggie. Yes, that will encourage your friend to seek the help that he needs, to compare him to your nuts. Good job. Good job, good friend. <laughs> Speaking of uh, nuts and football practice, it's time for our sponsor plug. Smoothmyballs.com oh my <laughs> has decided to sponsor Duncan's <laughs> Lament. Oh my god. Oh my god, not smoothmyballs.com. Do I have to say it again, Bella? <laughs> say what, Brian? What are you going to say? Smooth my balls. <laughs> That'll be a nice bleep. <laughs> Thanks, Brian, for making me bleep out smoothmyballs.com. Uh, that's our sponsor, folks. They didn't send us any products. When none of us have any idea how quality they are, they did give us a sponsorship deal. So if you happen to need some uh, testicular grooming tools, um, go to smoothmyballs.com. Uh, you can go. To, you can put in code Juggy J U G G Y. <laughs> All lowercase. You can get Juggy with it at checkout at discount code Juggy. Uh, you get 15% off. Uh, we do. It's an affiliate code, so we do get 20% of your purchase. If you want to support the podcast, you can also just um like Venmo me. Hit me up on <laughs> Yeah, just Pay Venmo for us. college tuition. Yeah, you can help Annalise's college tuition. Whatever you want to do, send money um, our way. That's the way to do it. So this is our. This is us not endorsing SmoothMyBalls.com. Hiram Lodges, please. Hiram Lodges, don't buy our. Yeah, you can buy our podcast. Actually, you can buy our podcast out. It'll be hilarious. So, uh, so Archie asks if Reggie has anything to do or anything that can keep him awake. And Reggie goes, oh, yeah, I got amphetamines, I got baclofen, I got modafinil, I got jingle jangle. All of these sound equally ridiculous. <laughs> I just, no, but... just like, what? <laughs> like, what? Just... Amphetamines is like meth, uh, which is hilarious. Oh, yeah. But like the dolphin bill or whatever you said <laughs> the dolphin bill yeah the dolphins bill they definitely <laughs> have seen that get taken in high school um but... <laughs> oh, well we went to the same high school i missed uh -oh. that <laughs> i gonna say it's like adderall anyway <laughs> resident resident drug correspondent isabella ramona um <laughs> our aficionado so... <laughs> don't even don't even at me um so betty is talking to veronica and kevin kevin keller the sheriff's kid also the gay character um very very sweet boy we used to not like him and now we do he has um, really good and, lines and he, and he is going on a date with like gretchen grunch or whatever her name <laughs> is <laughs> no that's moose that's moose moose, moose is is bi oh. because he hooked up with kevin Wait, okay, but also, I want to get that girl's name one more time. <laughs> Midge Clump. Midge Clump? That's not I said, real. I said, I said Gretchen Grunch, which I think <laughs> I love Gretchen Grunch. Oh my god. <laughs> I really love that name. Okay, so Kevin is another gay character. Yes, we get separate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish he was part of the main cast. Yeah, I know. I want more Kevin. I would watch a Kevin spinoff. Um, but Betty opens up the scene by saying, we can't let the terrorists win. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so Betty's gone full George Bush. Um, <laughs> so beautiful. And they want to host a throwback event at Pops, which is going to confuse Annalisa even more. Um, yeah, it really did not help that question that I asked earlier. <laughs> so she goes through this whole list of why she likes Pops, of like, oh, I met 
you different people here, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Oh, my God. That yeah. that monologue, I wrote it down, and I was like, first off, no shade to this actress, but <laughs> um, Bella, you did theater, right? I did <laughs> theater, yes. Okay. Um, have you heard of the divorce papers ketchup monologue? <laughs> <laughs> have you heard that monologue that you find where the first thing that pops up when you Google search, I need a monologue for theater class yes. and I'm 16. And then she goes, I ate the divorce papers with ketchup. The way she delivered that monologue was like a high schooler delivering the divorce papers monologue and, and also i'm convinced that the reminiscing on drinking orange freezes with my dad in the <laughs> diner i was like this was your audition for this show this was your callback monologue for this so so the last like five episodes i want to say <laughs> lily reinhardt has decided that she's too good for this show and she has just like decided she's gonna make it fun so i think that's exactly what happened yeah because she used to be like really good she was like the one good actress well, she was like trying oh, too hard yeah. almost she was like yeah, yeah, yeah. you guys are making it sound like everyone used to be good and now she's <laughs> <laughs> well they weren't good they, at least they had like some semblance of order <laughs> it's not yeah it's not that they used to be good it's that they used to like really be trying and then they kind of realized what they were doing they were doing Riverdale. Oh, no. <laughs> Miho, no. Riverdale season two. That has not gone to its ironic state yet, though. I think that'll yeah. keep going on for the whole season, and we're, we're going to notice it every time now. <laughs> but uh, Hiram shows up. Um, Hiram is Veronica's dad, of course. Um, and, and she says, Daddy. And Kevin and Betty both go, Daddy? Kevin's best line by far. <laughs> I love when he does that. His enthusiasm as he says daddy. <laughs> yeah. Unmatched. Um, and Veronica and Hiram are walking outside, and, and I wanted to point out that he is barely taller than her. Yep. They are the same height. Um, he's trying to tell her how much he cares about, you know, her and her mom. And he's like, he says, no, he doesn't say Veronica. He says, Mija, uh, you need to meet me halfway. <laughs> yes, you weren't aware. You need to meet me halfway. Um, she says things can't just go back to the way things were. And he offers to help with Pops. End of scene. Because uh, she doesn't want that to happen. Now Jughead is talking with his serpent friends. Because I don't know if we mentioned this. Jughead got inducted into a gang two episodes ago. Oh, so that's who like the Nordic Irish <laughs> Fabio looking guy is. Tall yes. boy. His He's name new. is Tall Boy. <laughs> He's his new. name tall boy his I name is tall boy we discovered tall boy that looks today. like the dad from brave <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's what i was like you had the chance to change your fate <laughs> <laughs> yeah jughead would not um and so tall <laughs> yes he asked tall boy he's like hey what if we just bust my dad out of jail tall boy's like are you stupid man <laughs> he said this is an alcatraz that's basically what he told him he's like this is not alcatraz <laughs> this is not how this works uh, and he tells fp that he needs a snake handler uh, which we find out later is a lawyer um but he says that there's someone the jughead needs to meet and we'll find oh. out that person later i literally thought they were just like 
like, we will free my dad out of prison. Side note, I also happen to need someone who is very good with snakes. <laughs> I didn't realize that that was a code word till right now. Okay, I'm so glad I'm learning. It was like an Ocean's Eleven thing. Like, we need, like, a snake charmer. We need a ventriloquist. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, why I was like, okay, yeah, sure. Jingle jingle. <laughs> so, so um betty and veronica are at cheer practice now um and the last time we were at cheer practice cheryl explicitly told veronica she was the captain now um cheryl now tells them <laughs> that yeah cheryl now tells them that josie is their newest recruit and that uh veronica is no longer the captain because when veronica asked she says but were they ever really yours <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, eh, we ditched that subplot. <laughs> also, here's new plot. Yeah, <laughs> because Betty wants the Vixens to help save Pops, which honestly, I think is kind of creepy. It's kind of like with the whole car wash thing. It's like these yeah. girls are like 16. Yeah. I, I no like one's going to come unless these 16 year olds look pretty God, in front I, of the place. I, yeah, I hate like, okay. it. Can these 25 year old something stop saying daddy too? <laughs> It's Cheryl true. and Veronica always constantly say it, and it's awful. And I want to, uh, yeah, she calls Fred a dilf one time. Oh! Uh, but I wrote down Cheryl. Uh. I wrote down Cheryl's whole response. It is, oh Betty, I did not emerge from the frozen depths of Sweetwater River nor the flames of Thornhill to allow my vixens to sling milkshakes at some death cursed diner. The answer is a double cherry on top. No. I also love that. She references that she came out of a river, the same river that her brother's dead corpse was yeeted into. Yes, that was her choice. Was like, she tried to kill herself. It was like, was like, oh, wait, what? And oh. also, <laughs> Betty and Veronica were the ones to save her. Well, she was what? the one to save and her. For the record, I'm not a heartless, awful person. I did not know. <laughs> That was you're fine. Yeah, you're, you're totally fine. fine. Um, so here's one of the oh, best parts God. of that too is <laughs> so so Archie like punches through the glass and he like breaks his arm in the show while he's doing it. And here's a fun fact: the actor really broke his arm doing that. And <laughs> we and we think that he forgot that it was fake. <laughs> KJ Appa, if you're watching out there, we love you. <laughs> KJ, KJ, you can be my daddy. Uh, <laughs> don't say that! Don't say that! KJ, it's I'm gay, podcast, but cut that one out! KJ, KJ, I'm a lesbian, but $20 is $20. Jack <laughs> Bella, cut that one out! <laughs> so, Principal Weatherby is talking to the class, um, and he's telling everyone that Miss Grundy, remember that teacher you guys had? Oh yeah, she's dead. She got murdered yesterday. Uh, Archie has flashbacks to his affair, which I could see being vague enough that you wouldn't be 100% sure. And he runs out of class to make sure everybody knows that he had an affair with Miss Grundy. Be like, this affected me the most because I had an affair. And then he left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got it in, guys. I need you to know that. Um, <laughs> Archie. The principal's like, what? Did you have an affair with her or something? <laughs> like, as he's, as he's leaving. Yeah. Class. Uh, Archie is theorizing to his dad. He's like, you know, I just, Dad, what if somebody's trying to kill people who are close to me? And Fred says, no, you're just scared. Kid, come on. Dude. Luke Perry is so tired of at this point. He thought he was going to get to get off the show, and he's not there. He still has a whole <laughs> season. Um, and Archie expects his dad to be upset uh, that the woman who molested his child is dead. Um, that's just, why would, why, would, why would Fred be upset right now? Yeah. 
So, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's very tricky. <laughs> tricky especially when, you, especially when you did not see any other show episode besides this. One. <laughs> my son's girl, my son's ex girlfriend, who is also a child molester, uh, is dead. How do I feel? Mm. <laughs> hum-a, hum-a, You're scared, hum-a. son. Move on. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so Jughead is now at the tattoo parlor, and he is here for one Penny Peabody, whose name I love. Yep. Um, she's in the back office, and she shows Jughead her serpent tattoo, and it looks like it was drawn on with a marker. (laughs) They wait. That's funny because they sell um a sharpie pack now that is like sharpie tattoos. Like it's an actual thing, apparently. They couldn't afford it. I also it. looked into that. I was like, wait, that does not look like a tattoo. And so I looked it up, and they have a Sharpie tattoo pack that stays on for two weeks. It moves oh. with alcohol. It's like, <laughs> kind of. That's cool. That's neat. Uh, um, so uh, he says that it, you know, it makes sense that the serpents would want to have a lawyer. And she says, well, FP always bragged that you were smart. Like, that's not really that smart. That's just like the only reason why a gang would have a lawyer. Uh, um. <laughs> But she she basically says that your dad's deal is garbage, but there's nothing I can do. Maybe if you can get, you know, the victim's family to forgive you in front of a judge, it could help your case. Blah, blah, blah. It's not even that much of a favor. She just kind of says something obvious that he didn't think of yet. Yeah. Uh, But as we find out later, this is a grave misstep for the Jones family. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well. (laughs) Well, Archie. Yeah. Well, Archie and Betty are talking to Betty's mom, Alice. Um, who is just awful, although apparently... Oh, was- yeah, I hate her. Isn't she awful? She's really bad, too. Uh, she reminds me of this woman that I once knew that told me <laughs> that if I went to a community college, I'd end up homeless, and she made me cry. Wow. So I literally, this this character, I was like, wow, this is based on a real person that I know. <laughs> oh, was this yeah. Was this someone's parent in theater? No, no, you. It was a complete like I was in like middle school when this. Okay, because I really thought that you were talking about. I'm. I didn't want to bleep the person's name out, but I thought you were talking about somebody specific's mom. Um, and I thought that'd be hilarious. Honestly, it sounds like a character I know too. This actress is really good though. The actress, she's just like a Karen. She plays a Karen, but like uh, level up, Karen. A perfect (laughs) Karen, yeah. Alice is a wonderful actress. Oh, I hate her, though. Um, <laughs> that, that's how you know it's good. It's like when yeah. you hate the villain, you know they're really good. True. Yeah. True. Um, and, you know, they tell her, uh, she tells them that the same person who killed Grundy probably shot his dad. Uh, or Archie tells them that. Um, and they want Alice to find out how to, you know, how close the details of the two crime scenes were. She bas- she just agrees. Um, and then after Archie leaves, she immediately calls Betty the, patri- the patron saint of lost causes. Which is it's very yeah. mean to say to your thanks, daughter. mom. Yeah, thanks, mom. <laughs> Love my, you too. my only daughter that gets screen time anymore. There is another daughter who's pregnant with Jason Blossom's uh, child children. Oh um, goodness. Yeah, and we don't even hear about her. They're incest babies too. They are incest babies. We forgot. Oh wait, so wait. <laughs> <laughs> try <laughs> try eating that up. <laughs> This is another kid in a river situation. You can't just skip over. So, are you saying that the Blossom family and Betty's family are related? Are related. Yep. Yes. Yep, yep, About yep. two generations back, uh, one of their grandparents killed the other one, and so they changed their name from Blossom to Cooper. Oh. 
The babies yeah. are also the reason why the dad killed the son. Yes, oh, the babies. No. The well, babies. I mean, they're in a small town. It's bound to happen. <laughs> it's yeah. gross, but it's bound to happen. Yeah, that's what happened with the royal family. I need to stop getting political. <laughs> anyway. Oh, my God. <laughs> so um, she tells her that Pop Tate is selling the chocolate shop and get this to an anonymous buyer. Um, and the last Must anonymous. the only rich person I know. Well, <laughs> that's what happened. That's what happened last time. Literally, the last anonymous buyer was Veronica's dad. So, oh, okay. <laughs> so it's a little more reasonable, but I get what you mean. Um, and Veronica, she gets a call from Betty, and immediately she confronts Hiram. Um, and she's like, did you buy Pops just to try to buy me? And he goes, Mija, no. <laughs> yes, thank you. Yes, exactly what he says. And he's like, no, Which sit Translation down. for daughter, no. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we are a we are a multinational, multilingual, multilingual podcast, podcast here. Yeah, Hiram very very angrily replies that he's not buying pops. He tells her to sit down so they can have a civil discussion, which is what every right winger says. Um, he's, he's, she says, "Okay, this podcast is going to be a banger." But so, so she says, uh, "Okay, let's talk about Mr. Andrews." And Hiram is—he looks so guilty that she like as she like lays down what's happening, and he says no, and he does like that teenage girl like head bob where he's like no, no, no. silly, silly goose, Mia, no, <laughs> it's so good. I'm no way, dude. I love it and I hate it. <laughs> the one word that I wrote to describe this scene was sus i just wrote <laughs> sus. i didn't know who was us but the whole thing was sus yeah, everybody's going awesome. out the airlock <laughs> there was an imposter amogus 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 so uh veronica goes off in this whole monologue about how she was his fiercest defender you know blah 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 she's crying <laughs> she she uh ketchup Sorry. divorce ketchup um and yeah. I'm going to start using that now. Um, it's, I, I have a dairy allergy, so I can't handle cheesy things. <laughs> anyway. but Oh, yeah, oh I, my that, God. I thought you were going Wow. Made me so just in pain. <laughs> that was a good joke. And it, it got me because I, I was like, oh, what was cheesy? Um, <laughs> my brain exploded. <laughs> I'm malfunctioning. So, uh. She shows her mom the uh, the threat letter, and w so last season Hiram was in jail. He was in prison for embezzlement, uh, and Veronica wouldn't testify because she knows he's a bad dude. So he wrote her a letter that said that basically said, "If you don't testify for me, I will put your mom in prison too." Um, and and her mom says, "Oh no, I wrote that letter." And Veronica's like, "You guys deserve each other," and 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 she leaves. And that was the right call. That was the right call. That line, though, I will say, I know previously we had the divorce ketchup monologue, but the you two deserve each other. I was like, oh, dang. Oh, <laughs> I need Neosporin. That hurt. That was pretty good. You're right. Um, now we get uh, Jughead and, and Betty arriving at a large house, which we haven't oh, seen yet. Seen. <laughs> it's, it's Cheryl's new house. And as soon as Cheryl opens the door, she says one of my favorite lines from Cheryl. She always <laughs> talks like this. Um, their old house was called Thornhill for context. She says, hobo, bride of hobo, welcome to Thistle House. <laughs> 
God. Gryffindor. <laughs> no, they go and sit down in the conservatory, which looks like a greenhouse. What? Yeah, it looks this like a total yeah. greenhouse. Looks like they're about to pull like those screeching little plant trees out of the pots <laughs> from Harry Potter. How many, yeah, how many scenes in season two do you think are going to take place in this well-established room? Three more, because that's how many you can get in one day of filming. <laughs> oh wow! Wow. That's a bold keep that yeah, counter keep, going. Keep Greenhouse count. counter. <laughs> you at home, keep the count. Keep the count. Uh, ding. I'm not editing that in. Um, <laughs> so, so her mom, Penelope, I didn't think she was speaking at first. She's just like looking menacingly, but apparently she can talk because she says some horrible things later. Um, Cheryl, you know, they ask like, hey, can you show my dad mercy? He might get out of prison a little you know, sooner. Cheryl says, where was your dad's mercy when I was living under a house with a murderer? Where was your dad's mercy when I was crying? It's like, your dad wanted to murder me and your dad's the one who killed your brother. What does this have to do with my dad? Nothing. Exactly. That's why I was really confused. Also, um, I wrote down that Cheryl and Cheryl's mom gave me so much anxiety from doing absolutely nothing <laughs> like before this discussion started may i ask is there something up with the mom because i don't know what, oh what's yeah the, so okay so i'm so confused i was okay. just staring at the mom trying to figure this out so you know how like the that whole thing happened where cheryl's dad killed her brother yeah um, he killed himself afterwards. Um, allegedly. Okay. Allegedly. We, things might be different uh, based on words that happened in this episode. But yeah. So now he's dead too. She was like, this whole family's disgusting. I need to burn our house down. So she burned their house down. And that's um, why they're in a new the, house. Yes, they're in a new house. And her mom ran back in. She told everybody it was to save Cheryl. Um, but she ran back in for a family portrait and got like really, really bad burns. Okay. So, yes. Okay. Because I was gonna say I thought that this was just a wardrobe choice <laughs> that the character wore at all times, which is why I wrote Isma question mark. Ah, uh, she's basically like Isma because um, I was like the headdress and like the every like the little like bonnet. I was like, she'd make a great Isma. Okay. <laughs> also, tell me that like. If they made a new Emperor's New Groove movie, having like Isma go back in time and having like a young hot Isma work with old Isma, like wouldn't anyway? <laughs> oh, that'd be such a good idea. What and the then heck? and then and then like Cut young the- Kronk, <laughs> and then like young Kronk. Oh. The Kronk would be fully a child, I guess. At yeah. that point, yeah. Kronk, Kronk he like, has the same voice. He has the same like, voice. Like <laughs> hey, he's, he's hey, got a old me. Yeah, young me. Squeaky, squeaky, squeaky. Yeah, yeah like he's got a Mario. He's got a pinwheel cap on and a big lollipop, and he goes, "Hey, Isma, I uh, I don't know about this uh, poison lollipop." <laughs> the poison for <laughs> So, um, so her mom says, "If it were up to me, I'd watch FP fry in the electric chair." They basically say no. Fudge. That's fudge. Yeah, they basically say no. They say they need this chapter closed. Jughead and Betty leave, and Betty says, "Well, what should we do now?" And Jughead's immediate answer is extortion, oh, yeah. blackmail. I thought that was awesome. And then he if said, If they weren't by themselves, I would do it. I was like, Whoa, Cody, calm down. Exact- you should have you done it, Cody. <laughs> Their exact words, or his exact words, are if they weren't literally an orphan and a widow, I'd do it. Yes, she's a widow. She's not, not an orphan. orphan. I mean, she's not got a orphan. mom. She's got not a mom. Orphan. That's not how orphans work. She's yeah. Also, okay. So are Cheryl and Cheryl's mom not aware that the dad murdered the brother slash son? 
They are. I just so think why that- is it like I wish that the person that had nothing to do with my son's murder was in an electric chair? I was like, what? <laughs> so it's so unreasonable and weird. <laughs> yeah, and it's really weird. Yeah, it's it doesn't. It, I don't understand that one either. And my my other big question, and this one's really for Brian. Um, mm. where is Nana? Yeah, Nana's dead somewhere. I would there- there was a, there was a, a, we can't say uh, the G slur because that's what Brian said one time on accident. Huh? Uh, you said the G Y P S word. Um, oh! The- <laughs> but she's like a fortune, she's like a fortune telling grandma. Yes. yes. Um, and, okay. and uh, she's nowhere to be seen. And the house set on fire. I don't know how they were supposed to have gotten her out. I think she's dead and we're just not saying anything. She burned in the house? We don't know. It's unconfirmed. We, yeah, oh, we just no. don't know. We have no idea. Um, so that's that. Alice is now talking to her weird coroner friend who probably uh, does things to the corpses. And he says that it was definitely a crime of passion. Hatred. And that she pays him. I with- hated that comment. It made me so uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, I'm not... I you know, look. I am a former theater major that switched to a studio art major. I know nothing about criminal justice, murder <laughs> scenes, but I just think this looks like it was a passionate murder. <laughs> they what say it a lot, actually. A- how does when, that help anyone? How can you tell when when people get strangled? Uh, it's usually someone who was close to them. It, really? Yeah, it's usually See, that's why they call it. Can you strangle from five feet away? <laughs> Have you I strangled? Don't think, is, and would that make it not passionate? <laughs> well, Brian, any like, strangle uh, is a passionate strangle. It's Brian, an off the like, record. Have you strangled uh, anybody? No, I haven't strangled anyone. He's only just, saying that because you know. we're recording. No, 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 no. Of course not. No, I've Sorry. never strangled anyone. <laughs> no, but that's uh, what they say. When people get strangled, it's usually someone close to them. And then I, more often yeah. than not, it tends <laughs> to be like a loved one. <laughs> yeah because the way they said it it says if in the courthouse like let's say if they were to do a trial for this woman's murder it'd be like well your sentence will be shorter because the strangle wasn't passionate <laughs> if it was a yeah. passionate your sentence would be longer <laughs> yeah this was like a very sexless strangle <laughs> oh god that's not what I meant that so she, she pays him with a sealed envelope, which we can assume is filled with cash, but I like to imagine there's like nudes in there or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Weird. That's the best. That's the best. Chuck E. Uh, cheese uh counter tickets. Boober tickets. Yeah, absolutely. Busters. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally yeah, it's like a card. Um gift card to the subway. But uh Arch Archie's watching the doors at night again. He thinks he sees the shooter outside, he runs and he tackles someone and it's reggie oh it's new reggie god this and pissed yeah. me off beyond <laughs> comprehension so and, yeah reggie's like oh dude it was a prank and he's Just like a prank, bro. <laughs> jake, yeah, paul, get up, jake paul get out of here sam pepper so bad <laughs> it's so bad it's actually what? so bad i only know who one of those names you said was but i can assume um <laughs> <laughs> so yeah and uh he's, it's like this whole thing he's like i was bringing you your uppers which are clearly the last thing you need right now which is true um, very true yeah and he's like what so, were you gonna do just tackle yeah sorry continue oh no no no. um i was just asking does this guy know that his father uh, that archie's father was murdered by a guy in a mask yes, yes. everyone in town knows it's a small yeah. town oh, so oh. reggie is so <laughs> mean <laughs> 
Oh, I thought it was just like a very odd coincidence. Because, yes, it's a drug deal happening. So I was like, okay, maybe. Oh, God, that's awful. He literally says I was, it was a prank or something like that. Yeah, it was definitely like he knew. He was just like, oh, it's going to be funny if I re-traumatize him. It's really bad. And then Reggie's also like, yeah, you don't need these drugs. Yeah, he's right. He's right. <laughs> and he says, uh, he says only a dumbass lunatic brings a baseball bat to a gunfight, which is foreshadowing some really weird scene that happens later that I'm excited to talk about. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, when Reggie's telling you good advice, that's when you know you're in a bad spot. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's so weird that a drug dealer pretends to be the murderer of the person's <laughs> father, then critiques them on their form and says, you know what? No drugs for you. <laughs> like, it was such a weird it's very story. weird um, I hate new Reggie but I also so, like him because he's so, like Reggie <laughs> so Alice is telling Archie and Fred about uh, what happened to Miss Grundy uh, she says she probably knew the killer the autopsy showed she was strangled it was definitely a crime of passion but it was in another town so it couldn't possibly have anything to do with Archie Um, I was like what how does this have anything Crimes was- can't travel, Bella. You know this. Yeah, you crazy. Crimes can't travel. Different obviously. weapons. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it, Archie definitely gave her that same cello bow. And I'm not saying that that's like proof. I think Archie's being a little crazy with that. Like he may have just picked something up that was there. But like this doesn't have any ruling out power to Archie's theory. And mm-hmm. because this is a TV show, we definitely know that it's connected. Yeah. Yeah. And then Archie says, and maybe, you know, you do you do theater stuff, you do acting. Maybe maybe you could correct me on here. But Archie's exact lines are, probably Miss Cooper's right. Probably they're not connected. I don't think that's how you'd say those sentences. I think you would say, Miss Cooper's probably right. But who's saying the lines? Oh, uh, you're right. He doesn't speak English. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, I'm asking. I genuinely am asking. Archie. <laughs> yeah. Archie. Well, oh, yeah, Archie's not the sharpest tool in the shed. Yeah, and also he has his own doubts, clearly. Yeah. Yeah, if I were to say that, I'd be like... So he's probably just saying that, but not really. Wait, what was the sentence one more time? probably Miss Cooper's right. Probably they're not connected. Miss Cooper's probably right. They probably weren't connected. (laughs) If you were to say it, even then I wouldn't even put the second probably. I'd just say they weren't connected. Yeah, but that's not... That's not how Archie speaks. Miss Cooper probably coopered it with the uh, probably <laughs> murdered. Same town, no, probably. <laughs> I'm confused. <DW's> Riverdale. <laughs> I'm so, so we get to uh, Betty and Jughead at Pops. Apparently a company called Chugmo is buying it. Um, Ooh, yeah. True. Jughead asked for a request for uh, their last meal, and he says it's for FP because, you know, he might be going to prison for 20 years. Pop remembers his order exactly, which is fried chicken, cornbread, onion rings, and an orange freeze. Which uh, I would like right now. It yeah. does sound very good. It sounds <laughs> dope as hell. Um, which I don't know if they'll let you do that for prison, though. Can you give p- inmates j- well, I know. I know when you get executed, you have your last meal, right? Isn't that yeah, a thing? that's definitely a thing. Um, so maybe there's that. <laughs> maybe he's secretly going to get killed. Um, we don't know, but Betty says this is unacceptable, and she's like, I can fix this, I know what to do, and she leaves, and, and this is where, this is where we get a glimpse of Dark Betty once again, who- I, I, I thought that when she said, 
this is unacceptable. She was at first. I thought she was referring to his dad's order. <laughs> like what he, what his favorite thing was. That's unacceable. Freeze! It should be a malt milkshake. Like that's what I literally thought. Because absolutely, this script is so funky. Oh yeah, not a good one. That's a hundred percent right. Um, Betty confronts Cheryl in the locker room, and whoa, we get Cheryl in lingerie. Yeah, Boobies just out. I mean, I'm I'm surprised, but I'll welcome it. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't even that. It was the seductive red open locker lighting that was the issue for me. Yeah. Like, what is the light coming from? Does she only put her makeup on in red lighting? That's not effective, hun. Well, she wears red <laughs> lipstick. Maybe that's why she wears red lipstick because she doesn't know it's red because she only does it in red lighting. Hey, Brian. <laughs> hey, Brian, what color was the blocker? I didn't notice the difference. <laughs> Brian's colorblind. We checked the box Woo! for this week. Yay! <laughs> oh. It's okay. Yeah. This is a running gag. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Oh, and this this scene really proved my point of like, I feel like everyone's dating everyone because the tension <laughs> oh, between yeah. oh, these yeah. two. Why I don't know so if much? it was the fact that they were in a locker room or that there was the red lighting or they what. I was like, I literally was like, wait, is Betty dating Jughead? I was like, what is happening right now? Absolutely. Got, their faces got really close. Oh, I've never talked no. to a human that close. That was before. not COVID safe. <laughs> Where are their masks at? <laughs> she tells her to help FP, uh, or she'll wide release the video of her dad killing Jason. She's like, are you threatening me? And Betty, in her very scary, dark Betty voice, says, this? No. This is fun girl talk i hate it i love dark betty dark betty love her god i wish she was in the show (laughs) (laughs) so cheryl says if she testifies benny needs to erase the video she also needs the vixens for a retro night and uh this is where um she says you're a stone cold bitch betty cooper (laughs) script writing so bad it reminded (laughs) me it reminded me of glee so much (laughs) yeah it was yeah it's uh, so bad. Missed on Riverdale. I was like, <laughs> a really great like way to think of it is that Glee walked so Riverdale could run. Oh, one thousand percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, so Veronica is now in. I wrote the school newspaper room. I really don't know what room this was. It looks like someone's study. Whatever. Who cares? Unclean. Jug- Jughead comes in and he says, and I didn't write this down, but I remember it because I watched the episode three times. Um, he says, I don't have red hair and broad shoulders or a blonde ponytail. Want to talk? He doesn't say, but do you want to talk? He just says, want to talk. Oh, he's having some body dysphoria. Um, I relate. I get it. Um, (laughs) but, uh, he's like, she basically is like, you know, you wanted to walk away from your dad and now you're crusading for his freedom. What, what changed? And, uh, Jughead says, you know, he did, he made an effort. But she goes, you know, don't you think some people can't change? And he basically says, you know, I don't get, I don't know what's in Hiram's heart. You know, he's whatever. But my dad might be going away for 20 years. Fred almost died. If there's any chance that your dad could, and then she just cuts off and says, I get it. So we're going to get a freaking reunion between Hiram yeah. and Veronica. Unfortunate. Unfortunately. You know, your dad th- maybe threw a kid in a river. My dad embezzled a lot. We're the same, you and me. That was like, what is this scene? It was so 
Um, Archie is now telling Sheriff Keller his theory, and he says he thinks it was uh, Grundy's abusive ex-husband. Says that he and Grundy were dot 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 close, um, and that the cello bow that she was killed with was definitely the one he gave her. Keller says you're wrong, and then Archie finally admits he might be going crazy, and that's all we need from this scene, really. Yeah, I just like we was like. Um, the teacher's ex had a had a sealed tight alibi. I just like that line. Yeah, yeah. Tight, or was a tight lease. I forget what the line is. Airtight. 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 That's an airtight alibi. Yeah. Like, and <laughs> and then we get a scene of Vic of the Vixens and Kevin, uh, which is the I love that combo. Just the Vixens and Kevin uh, <laughs> at Retro and Night. <laughs> yeah. Well, Betty hasn't called yet. Um. And and nothing happens in this scene. It was it was literally useless. Um, now we're, we go to the trial of FP. Cheryl is testifying and FP looks like he saw a ghost. He is so like aghast at this whole situation. Um, Cheryl says the FP's role has been blown out of proportions. The judge says, but there were no extenuating circumstances, but like there definitely were Cliff was going to murder Jughead. Yeah, but no one heard that (laughs) except FP. (laughs) I guess. But then. <laughs> yeah, Cheryl says that she's lying about this, but yeah. Uh, Betty gives Cheryl, like, a, like, a, you clearly you don't own an air fryer. Uh, <laughs> that is the luck. <laughs> I was so confused. I was like, does no one see the most aggressive eyebrow raise coming from Betty in this stone cold laser point eye contact? Like, I feel like some person might have been like, Hmm, maybe there's something going on in this courtroom. Yeah. It was so obvious. That's also why she got the call back, is she could raise her eyebrow really high. Yeah, like blonde girl can be evil at times, strong eyebrows. <laughs> That's all you need really on your resume these days. Yeah. <laughs> Cheryl says that uh that her father threatened FP, which he totally did. Uh, although she is lying about explicitly hearing it. Yeah. Um, they revisit the sentencing, Jughead and FP hug. Very cute moment. Yeah, I mean, but if you're going to lie on the court, it wasn't like she was like, my dad's a purple dragon. Like, it wasn't like out of left field. Like, it was somewhat no. based in reality. It was fine. It was not. I do not condone lying in court, by the way. I, just She's I do now hit the mark. I do condone <laughs> lying in court. So we're balanced. Podcast. The views of the podcast are not shared by all members. <laughs> the views of Isabella Ramona are not representative of the views of Chickens Lament. We as a company endorse. So, um, when when we do have to sign our stuff for an LLC or a company, or whatever, I'm not going to uh, write us as partners. I'm going to write us as partners. So. <laughs> Yeah. Is that allowed? Oh Can we do God. that? I'll do that. I'm gonna write it and we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see um, what happens. I'm, I'm trying I'm to I'm currently trying to like get it be one of those like Disney influencers and try to do that stuff. So mm-hmm. originally I was gonna have my Instagram bio say I put the art in fart. <laughs> oh, I, like, I was best. like, that's not Disney. I don't think I can. <laughs> that's why I'm trying not to say bad words on this because I want no, I want your no, Disney audience. Oh wow! No, here's the thing. I'm a guest on your podcast, so it's fine. <laughs> sure, and sure. Will, yeah, it's totally okay. I'll keep the fudges to a minimum. <laughs> yeah, hey, Brian doesn't curse anyone. Anyway. Watch your freaking hecking oh, mouth. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you bozo. <laughs> uh, you can't say that on my podcast. No, no. 
so uh so now we're we're finally at retro night at pops and this is a really long scene um i mean technically it's several scenes but it's one location so i only have one bold headline in my notes um there is nobody here and i wrote that jughead looks so cute in his outfit the Does little the widow apron and the, the little bow tie. Bow tie. Oh, he looks very a, good. Such a Mijo. good Miho. I um, wish he wasn't a bad actor in this episode. <laughs> he's really good. Uh, Alice shows up and she's literally just here to gloat and write her story over, quote, one last root beer float, which I cannot imagine. In the same way that I can't see Alice wearing the green nail polish that she wears, I also can't see her um, drinking a root beer float. It's a weird thing. Yeah, weird. Yeah. Uh, be like, weird can I have psych- a Lacroix and like <laughs> a dead puppy? <laughs> like, yeah, that's like, what you would imagine. <laughs> um, so Veronica's bringing shakes to a table. Josie and the other girls show up, and they're mad that Betty said that the, they were going to do a free concert at Pops, and she says, "Well, if I asked you, you would have said no." <laughs> they're like, "Yeah, this, of course." <laughs> this logic is so like I did not. I was like, Betty's not a good person. No, she's so funny because she's supposed to be like the best person in the in the show, but she's so not. She's really she's like, evil. Yeah, I said that you would go here because you wouldn't, and now I'm gonna guilt trip you so you will. Like, <laughs> no, and you're gonna like it. <laughs> now Josie says that she's down a cat, and it's it's Veronica, which is funny because you'd think it would have been down the other one who we don't know her name. Um, do you did you happen to catch why? Or it's not Veronica, it's Valerie. My bad. Um. But did you happen to catch what they said? Why Valerie's not here? She had like some disease, right? She has a neurovirus. <laughs> Whoa. Coronavirus? Uh-oh. Question mark. Whoa. We're dating our know. podcast now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I was like, you're never going to expand on her deadly brain injury. Yeah, um, you know. She's probably Once shooting again, something just, else. <laughs> it's, a, it's a kid being thrown in the river. Just it's no big deal. Yeah, it's you know, no big Riverdale. deal. These Riverdale people. Neuro uh, disease. But, but Cheryl offers to step in, and we never hear about you know Valerie's life threatening condition ever again. Um, Cheryl appropriates black culture by joining the, the the group, and they do a horrible cover of Milkshake. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard, and they're like. Damn right, it's better than yours. I can teach you, but I have to charge my milkshake. Brings all the boys to the yard, and they're like, it's better than yours. Damn right, it's better than yours. I can teach you, but I have to charge. Oh my god, is it Veronica Pussycat too? Uh, yes, she is. Uh, by the way, I, in the edit, I have already started playing this cover of Milkshake, folks. Oh, and I'm so sorry. It's behind us right now. Oh, kill me! It's in the background of this conversation. It was so bad. Also, I want to point out that the what, what is? I don't want to say the Pussycat Dolls because that's a pre-existing band. What are they called? They are Josie and the Pussycats. That's it. Yep. Wait, but that's already a band. <laughs> so that band is named after the Archie Comics thing. Are you kidding? Wait, me? really? Yes. Wait, really? Oh, I was, yeah. oh that's oh. crazy. I'm yeah. part of history doing this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the the actual um members of the Pussycats that don't have neuro diseases, I guess, <laughs> were like in sync and they were good. And then there's Cheryl, who was off choreo wise by a half of a like a measure yeah. like beat. 
Ooh, yeah, I don't know if you noticed so it. it hurt Maybe me so it's because much. they were on the roof of the establishment. Why were they on the lights. roof? It was so obvious because they were like, um, my milkshake brings all the boys <laughs> to the yard, and they're like, it's better than yours. And then, like, so they would say yours, and then she'd be like, yours, like a half <laughs> second later. You gotta you gotta do it right. It's my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard, and they're like, it's better than like it's the worst not it, it, i don't even know what's it was going like on if kids bop like it was like in a different if the key. cast of pitch perfect did a kids bop song <laughs> yeah absolutely wow that's crazy that's right. so good you're amazing at this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good interpretation i can hear it now so archie shows up he has a couple flashbacks veronica calls him daddy-o um, he, he looks terrible. Oh, does not excuse this <laughs> choice of wording. <laughs> he looks really, really bad. Well, as bad as KJ Apa can look. Um, like he hasn't shaved in a couple days. Uh, Hiram and Hermione are here. Uh, you know, Veronica says she wants a new beginning, but only with total transparency. And hi- this is where Hiram asks if they can make a, a charitable contribution. So, you know, yay, nice, nice billionaire. Um, the serpents show up. Alice is recording them showing up. Uh, Jughead says that they're just here for the food, and he tries to kiss Betty before Cheryl comes over and says that they're gross. Oh my God. And I agree, all straight people are gross, and they shouldn't kiss in public. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I hereby decrees. <laughs> I'm here for this. I'm on Cheryl's team now. Um, team Cheryl. And this I'm... is yeah. I'll continue. Oh, no, sorry. Um, I was just saying that um, I, okay, it's the CW show. I don't know who the demographic is, but there was one cinematographical moment that I was like, oh, that was actually kind of cool. When Archie walked in and he was having like a little bit of like anxiety, or not a little bit, he was like yeah. having full anxiety. The, the, <laughs> it kind of caught me off guard when I watched it again. The roller skates going through the puddle of blood. That's yeah, super Oh, good. yeah. That shot good. was cool, but also, oh yeah. my God. I hate when uh, Riverdale's good. <laughs> it's weird. I it hate made it. Me a, yeah, I was like, ooh, it was so thick. It was like, ugh. <laughs> so so this is one of those things that I hate in movies and TV shows when there's like, oh, I have a copy of something and then they give them a flash drive as if that <laughs> means literally anything. Like they don't still have a copy. Yeah. At home. I don't know. Uh, Reggie is outside and he's giving Midge Clump and Moose their jingle jangle, which is a real sentence. Gretchen Grunch. Gretchen Grunch. <laughs> Gretchen Grunch and the Goose, uh, their jingle jangle. <laughs> Alice, Alice takes a picture uh, of them doing the drug deal, um, which it looks just like somebody handing somebody some pixie sticks. So That's it's not what that. I was. Yeah, I was like, these kids are having sugar after 11 p.m. I was like, what are you going to write a story on? <laughs> Basically. Um, and so uh, Pop Tate, you know, he goes, hey, I got to thank this young lady right here for saving my business. Also, this man right here for giving me a charitable donation. And uh, it turns out that he bought the diner. And I wrote to F this dude. Um, really not cool. Uh, Hermione lied about the letter. He says your loyalty notice no bounds. Gang is back in a booth. They're celebrating. Except Archie is looking outside at some dude wearing glasses. And I forgot that it was Dilton Doily. Yeah, that's him. Gun enthusiast. Names? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? You don't like Dilton, Dilton Doily? 
They're all comic booky names. <laughs> I I know, but it's like you couldn't just change it by a little bit. <laughs> like Draco Malfoy and freaking Felonius <laughs> and Lord Farquaad. Hermione Lodge. Like literally. I know. Also, um, here comes my little soliloquy about the mom. Yes. Was it Hermione you just said? Mm-hmm. Hermione. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm going to be kind of vague. Um, So your husband, who is a criminal for embezzlement, Mm -hmm. threatens your daughter and you with an aggressive letter that you know is written by him. Yet you take the fall for a threat that was directed to you and you say you wrote it. Is he that good in the sleepy time, bedtime, that you're willing to do that? I'm sorry. I don't think anyone is that good. I spent a lot of time. (laughs) I'm not good, but who cares? I spent Um, a lot of time analyzing this, wondering why. And I, I, you know. Yeah, I was like, what does she get out of this? I I mean, yeah, he's rich. It's just the money, because she likes Fred, too. She but does once, like Fred. She had an affair with our. She but had once an affair. the money got out of jail, I'm out, baby. She money was having an affair life. with Archie's dad. I forgot too. Yeah. Oh, so it's I forgot literally just I didn't the know. money. It's literally <laughs> just the money. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, here's the thing, though, because I was like, if you just got out of prison because of embezzlement, my brain went, oh, you don't have money anymore. I kind of <laughs> forgot that they just bought the restaurant. They clearly have money. Yeah, right, they got okay. some money, I guess. Yeah, I don't know maybe. where. <laughs> uh, we we go back to Thistle House with Cheryl, um, and she brings her mom. The, she brings her mom the video of, of her oh dad killing Jason, and she says, "Here, mom, let's watch the video of my brother's murder." No, but the way she said it, the way she said, it, she's like, "I have a video of mom and daddy," and guess what? The way she made it sound was like they were like at a play date at the beach or something. Like it was so nonchalant. Like I have a video that's gonna make you feel better of my dad and your son, and da da da. It was just him getting shot. Like, how does this <laughs> comfort anyone? So, so the thing is, last episode when she was in a hospital bed on a breathing tube. Uh, Cheryl grabbed the mom the breathing- or yeah, the, the, mom. The, the, the mom. Um, Cheryl grabbed her mom's breathing tube, suffocated her, and and went on this whole monologue about how if you breathe, it's because I let you breathe. If you if you walk, it's it's quietly and with my permission. Um, that wasn't in the previously on section. <laughs> it was the uh, best scene though. It was wild. It was so wild. Is- There's so a lot the they're not showing do- in the previously on scene. So- <laughs> does the mom literally do whatever lipstick lady says now i would but that's watch this (laughs) it's just horrible it's pretty scary if cheryl asked me to fight somebody i'd do it anyway is is um, cheryl like a villain or is she just like what's her deal she's Mm. like a cat woman like she's like yeah she's like cat woman like she might date um they made a poison ivy reference earlier they do they do she's like sometimes she's a good guy sometimes yeah um but we are now at veronica's there's a new butler uh because smithers clearly got fired and hiram this yeah. so mad. This i was gonna say so mad. I was in... oh my god wait you guys are Look. telling me he's not visiting his mom <laughs> who's clearly sick in a insert country name here but like he's so 80 years many. old. His mom must his be mom is alive. His mom is alive. <laughs> his mom is definitely still alive. 
He's yeah, 80. his mom's facing it, facing an illness that only people who are 160 years old can face. <laughs> his mom is Joe Biden. <laughs> his mom is like eons old. <laughs> so, so I just thought a brontosaurus. Was, I thought she was gonna know because like Smithers' mom is dead. Like, <laughs> are you kidding me? Veronica's like, okay, poor Smithers. Oops. Yeah, well, so she can clearly tell, but she doesn't say anything there. Um, yeah. We get Jughead at home. He gets a call from FP, and FP is super, super scared. And he's like, oh did you God. did you talk to Penny Peabody? And he says, don't contact her again. You do not want to be in bed with a snake charmer. Uh-oh. Okay, so I've established now that snake charmer is not a person that <laughs> deals with snakes, but is a lawyer. So who's Penny Peabody again? I'm Penny so, Peabody. I'm so... No, you're fine. Was the lady that he met in the tattoo parlor with the fake tattoo? Well, what looks like a fake tattoo. We can only assume it's real. Right. For some reason, I got that woman confused with Betty's mom. <laughs> I don't know why I did. Alice. Alice would never give Jughead advice. She hates. Yeah. Her. She hates. That's why it. I was really confused. Okay. And then also, um, I just. Uh, mm. Rest in peace, Smithers. Justice for Smithers. Like, He'll be back. He's not dead, so right? No way he's dead. I don't know. It just made me so... Like, I have only watched this one episode, and I love that character. And he's gone, and I'm sad. Um, I'll be but sure also, to you. Oh, please do. Please. I, I, I'll make a t-shirt. This is Where's Smithers. Have <laughs> <laughs> you seen this man? Have <laughs> you seen this man? It's, it's an Archie-style poster. Have you seen this man? And it's in crayon. But it's just Smithers. <laughs> and then it's just, I. why is this a trope in shows where it's like, hey, important character. I'm also an important character and I'm calling you, but I can't talk right now. So I'm going to give you vague details that doesn't yeah. depict any important information whatsoever. Hangs what up. What was that Theodore Rush about? <laughs> he hangs oh. up for no reason. The like zombie horde was chasing him. I was like, there's yeah. nothing around you, sir. You have time to explain you yourself. You all day you're in jail. <laughs> you're not doing anything else. You're totally right. <laughs> Frustrating. Can you talk right now? You're not gonna find out to the next episode. I mean, yeah. son, call me back off. tomorrow. <laughs> I need another quarter. <laughs> I need another uh. quarter. That was the issue. <laughs> he was running out of his quarter. Um, so we're back at Pops. Alice is uh breaking the deal to Betty about the drug deals and stuff. Um, she's like, you know, there's drug deals and there's Hiram's and uh, yeah, there's Hiram's and um. <laughs> The serpents have a toehold in Riverdale. Um, she blames Betty for giving crime a new safe haven in Riverdale. Which, like, man, there's already crime here. It's not your daughter's fault. Can you lay off her for a second? Yeah, yeah Jesus. I'm pretty sure that people were shot and also murdered before your daughter decided to make a fundraiser. But pop off, I guess. <laughs> That's the pop off that you're so funny. Um, Ooh, <laughs> what? Pop, what Pop's Diner. Oh, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> uh, that was not intentional, I swear. So so we are now coming to a close. Um we get we get our uh jughead monologue and it's split into two. He says And far from the glow of Pop's neon sign on Sweetwater Bridge, Archie Andrews had arranged a secret rendezvous with Dilton Doily. And this scene is so <laughs> freaky. Yeah. 
It was. Why is Archie's hand like, so high up? <laughs> well, dude, they're like they're both like looking at the. They're looking. They're on the river. They're on the bridge, and they're looking at the water, not facing each other. And he says, uh, "Hey, Dilton," and Dilton says, "Hey, Archie." Like, like it's like a normal day. Um, and he gives him a bag. Yeah, I'm on a Sunday. <laughs> yeah, he gives him a bag, and it's a pistol in the bag. And Archie makes sure to say, "I'm not crazy. The guy's still out there." <laughs> I just need protection. And Dilton's response is, sure, Archie, whatever you say. Yeah, I don't know who is more in the wrong here. And like, because they're both acting like, oh, no, you're the crazy one. I I, it's, it's like Victoria Justice. I think I think we're all crazy. Like, yes, I just don't. Oh, my God. Like, you're getting. I'm assuming I'm once again no knowledge of firearms or anything. <laughs> this is illegal, right? They're all oh, yeah. oh, yeah. so illegal. Year old, yeah, absolutely. At least not without a license. And he's yeah, they <laughs> look I mean, they look 35. So I always think I'm like adults can do adult things, but this I forget is... they're 15. Yeah, I mean, they're they like look like adults, and then you forget. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm like, oh, this is fine. Oh wait, no, it's not. They're Fisher Price kids, like, bruh. <laughs> um, but then like, ah. <laughs> I thought the doily kid was gonna like stab him or something to be like <laughs> in the spot or like something bad was gonna happen. Oh, something bad does happen. Oh, which I called so oh. hard. Okay, so so the jughead again that night for the first time in weeks, Archie would sleep before waking up the next morning to a living nightmare. And now here's another song that I'm gonna play. Cue now, Bella. It is season of the witch. Um, then Midge and Moose. Are taking Jingle Jangle in a car Grinch in the woods. Grunch and Grunch. and Grunch and Goose, Goose. are uh, taking Jingle Jangle in a car in the woods. And I love Moose. I'm really upset about this. Uh, the Jingle Jangle appears to be pixie sticks. They start making out. They hear something. <gasps> it's the shooter, and he just <laughs> just taps them both. He just walks up and kills them. It just. Oh my God. Okay. The mint. Moosey Goosey, whatever his name is, Silly Goose, saw the man, like, clearly, like, like, saw the man behind the car, walk around the car, come to the car. By the time I would have heard a sound, I would have been out of there. He was all kinds of messed up on, on Pixie yeah, Jungle on Jingle Jangles. Jingle Jangles. Does it, yeah. but, but how many, how much time passed between the taking of the jingle? Does it hit that quick? <laughs> like, you know, like two seconds of making out. And then he was like, oh, hello, Minute Mask. Do you want to sell me Girl Scout cookies? <laughs> I'm hoping my mom doesn't listen to this episode, but uppers hit you fast. That's all I'm going to say. Um, <laughs> Oh no! Miha! No! And now uh, that's where our our credits come in, folks. We have finished episode two of season two of this wild ride. Are you oh my stupid. gosh! You guys do this whole show. I'm exhausted after one episode. Oh, it is exhausting. It's, we're really doing a public service. You are. There's Nobel so Peace much. Prizes for There's both so of you. Much. Annalisa, can I get your closing thoughts on this episode? You're overarching the series, the, whatever you feel. It, you know, Glee walked so Riverdale could run. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty much it. Also, Justice for Smithers, if you've seen Smithers, <laughs> call 5800-901-1102. Corky's? Uh, <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I like that. Uh, Annalisa, do you want to do any plugs? You got any uh, any pages, any whatevers and such? 
Um, uh, you can follow me on social media at Adventure Annalisa on all platforms except for Twitter. They don't like long names, so it's Adventure <laughs> minus the end E and then Ad- Annalisa at the end of it. Okay, all right, nice. cool. Uh, we are actually also on Twitter and Instagram at Jughead's Lament. Uh, I will. I, I have not released se- uh, episode one of season two yet. I am hoping by the time I release both of these episodes, I will have actually done things with the Twitter instead of just <laughs> having like stolen a URL. Um, but uh, follow us there. Uh, maybe use our discount code at smoothmyballs.com. I don't know. Did you just uh, your say? Your own discretion. <laughs> yeah, that's your own discretion. You don't tell him we sent you. Just use code Juggy at checkout so I get paid. Get uh, Juggy with it. Yeah. <laughs> at first purchase we get, I'm buying Brian a uh, Jughead hat. Um, <laughs> God. So fun every that. day. Fund that. Uh, I have. I'm your host, Isabella Ramona. With me as always, Brian. And thank you once again, Adventure Annalisa, for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Bye-bye. Bye.